My name is Piers Bayliss and I'm here with Emily McGowan of McGowan Marketing, which is a professional consultancy based in the Scottish borders that offers a variety of marketing services to a diverse range of clients. Um, Emily, good afternoon to you. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for inviting me along. <laughs> That's my pleasure. Uh, so I thought we'd just start with you telling me a bit about McGowan Marketing. Yep, sure. So as you said, we're a, a small consultancy um, based in Scottish Borders, we have an office in Ettrick Riverside in Selkirk. It's a small office, but we like to think that it's perfectly on brand. So you're welcome to come down anytime and have a look around. Um, I work in there with a small team. I have two part-time members of staff at the moment. Um, Christine is our office manager, so she keeps me right with the invoicing and the travel <laughs> expenses and all of that kind of stuff. She's also my mum, so you know, oh, right. I'm always going to do what I'm told. Uh, and we have a creative designer called Kat who does all of our visual comms. Um, we're just about to take on a third part-time member of staff called Emma, who will be primarily looking at digital platform content creation. So everything really from website development right through to um, email marketing content and, and set up. So and this is just for the businesses in the area? Yes, uh -huh, just for the businesses in the area. So, Very good. Yeah. So what I wanted to really get to with this is uh, the start of the business. Yeah. So you were in a, a full-time full time role? I was, yeah. So um, the business is about two and a half years old at the moment. And um, I suppose I've always been quite entrepreneurial, although I might not have realised it for, for a lot of years. So in primary school, uh, I lived in Melrose High Street, which meant that during lunchtime, I was allowed to go up the street for my lunch. <laughs> right. um, so and I would often pop into a shop and I would say, buy a pack of sweets, say a pack of Rolos. And then I'd go back to school and I would sell the sweets off individually to people in the playground. <laughs> um, then I got out into trouble and I was told that I needed a license from Scottish Borders Council to enable me to, to sell, sell anything on Scottish yeah. Borders Council property. So that kind of curved that for a wee bit. But yeah, I've probably always been quite entrepreneurial I went to uni and then I think that you feel that you, there is a path that you should follow mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. for me at that time it was about getting a job so I didn't really think about starting my own business I just thought about getting into an organization and climbing a corporate ladder so for a good while that is exactly what I did I, so you didn't have perhaps in your mind as to when you were going to get off no not at all not at all and you know so I'll tell you the story. I was working for this this organisation uh, in the borders and as is often the case, there was considerable considerable change and um, I didn't feel like I fitted the culture of the organisation mm -hmm. anymore and I had you know, a good few months of, well, what do I do? I mean, I spoke to many, many people in, in the organisation and, and others in other organisations and people would say things like, you know, in their 40s, they'd say things like, oh, I need to think about my pension. I don't want to leave because what will happen to my pension? Yeah. And that I, I didn't get a sense that they were happy. And I got a sense that I was probably becoming very unhappy within that environment. And um, I didn't plan it at all. There was no, there was no plan. But one day I just, I just, it just hit me. I was like, 
if I stay here now, I am going to be 65 years old and I will have spent 20 plus years being really miserable. So you suddenly saw where, where you would come off that ladder. Uh, yeah, I needed to get off. So I literally put my coat on. I had holiday time to take and whatever. And I, I was on a half day. I was going to be on a half day that day. I put my coat on knowing that I was never going to go back into that office wow. ever again. <laughs> so I went home, um, said to my husband, I think I've just left my job. But um, didn't, you didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone <laughs> at all. Everyone no. knew that that it wasn't yeah. working for me. And if it, it wouldn't have been working for the organisation either because I, I think you need to be happy in your work to be an efficient and effective contributor to, to whatever it is that that organisation is trying to achieve. And I wasn't going to be that very much longer. So how did you feel walking out of that office, putting your coat on? And- at, at that point in time, I felt thoroughly elated. I felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Like I say, went home, told my husband, think I'm going to leave my job. Went to bed that night. Then the next again morning, I woke up and I thought, what on earth am I going to do? Because <laughs> I really didn't have a plan. Um, and even at this point in time, starting the business wasn't a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, uh, I had the time because it was holiday time that I had to take. I didn't feel like I needed to, to jump to something straight away. Um, really considered what I wanted to do. Um, at the level that I was at, there aren't a great number of jobs in marketing in the Scottish borders at that level or above. So you, sorry, just to, you were still in marketing when yes. the job you were in. The job I was then... in was marketing and business development, which has always been my passion. Right from fifth year at school, that's always what I've wanted to do. So I've never deviated from that path. Right. Um, but yeah, like I say, there, there are any masses of opportunities. And I, I am, you know, I want to succeed. I do have ambition. So I didn't want to just take any job for the sake of having a job. Um, and I also am really passionate about working and living in the Scottish borders. This is where I'm from. This is, you know, where right. I grew up. So I I could have gone up to Edinburgh. Um, I lived, you know, not far from the train line. I could easily have hopped on a train every morning and gone and worked up in Edinburgh. But I wanted to base myself down in the borders. So over those weeks of mulling, um, I think I just thought, well, do you know what? I'll just start up on my own. See, so you had a few parameters there you had you want to stay in the borders yeah the opportunities perhaps aren't there at the moment yeah so you were sort of left with creating that yes, that opportunity exactly i think what i really like to know is where did you go first where did i go or who did you first? speak to who first? did i speak to first um i spoke to my husband uh, my husband is self-employed and has only ever been self-employed. <laughs> um, he has a retail business, an online um, business, but he's based in Gala. So I spoke to him. I mean, it was a big thing for us because that would mean that both of us would be self-employed. So that puts pressure on us as a, mm-hmm. you know, as a family thinking about income and everything. So I had to have his backing and, you know, he has been absolutely great. Um, I then spoke to three business people that I knew well in the borders who have almost become kind of uh, mentors to me over the the last few, well, since the business started and uh, really wanted to tease out what they thought the challenges would be for me with a marketing business. You know, I always knew I wanted to be a marketing business because 
marketing in the borders might come have a different guise as it does elsewhere and there are different yes. challenges in the borders different environment different environment so for the most part the business landscape here is what i think we've what 97 95 97 percent small to medium-sized enterprise mostly most of them are micro businesses so they will be doing the marketing function on their own and they probably won't even identify what they're doing as marketing. If it's an advert or a poster or social media, that, that's marketing. Yeah, I must admit, my idea of marketing is not what I think it really is. Yes. I've got a different view and I imagine others share that. So exactly, exactly. When you're speaking to them, what do you sort of, how do you, what do you, how do you break it to them that they're already doing it a little bit, but you can take them to the next level yeah. yeah so I'll go in and I will I will have a conversation and people will always say well we don't bother about marketing we don't need marketing because I do x y and z and I do exactly what you say I will spend time and I will identify with them what mm. marketing is and it can be the, something really simple like they'll say we don't do marketing but we spend two thousand pounds a year sponsoring the local rugby team so that that's marketing. <laughs> yeah. We don't do marketing, but we're continually evolving our product or service offering so that we can satisfy our customer need. That is actually marketing. You know, the, the marketing function is about identifying your customer base uh, and developing a product or service to satisfy a need that this so customer base has. I guess I would have done it as market research. Yes, that is marketing. It's part of the marketing it, function. Yeah, oh, right, Absolutely, oh. yeah, yeah. That's why marketing and business development are can they go quite well, you know, hand in hand. Um, but people won't identify that because to them it's just running the business. So the challenge for me is um, asking people to pay me money for something that either they don't think they need or they think that they could do it fine on their own. And I think one thing I realised is that expecting instant returns is a folly. Oh my goodness, yeah. So you have that. So, I mean, when you're trying to communicate that to to a new client, perhaps, in the beginning of your business, what did you discover that worked and what did you need to adjust as you moved ahead? So it's good that you, can, you talk about kind of that instant return. And I think that, irrespective of whether it's a business situation or not, everybody looks for instant gratification in everything that we do nowadays. That just doesn't work. One of the first things that I'll do when I speak to someone is um, I'll be quite honest and upfront with them and I'll say this is not a linear relationship in that I cannot say to you, if you spend X amount of pounds on marketing with me, your return will be Y mm -hmm. because there are too many uncontrollable variables out there we're all consumers and we know how easy we are swayed one way or another. And I mean consumers in the broadest context. So it might not just be a, a financial transaction. It could be anything that we choose to do as, as human beings. Mm -hmm. We're influenced from so many fronts. And that that impacts the, what the marketing function, how effective the marketing function will be. So I always say that up front because I think it's important to be really honest with people. So you set out your stall. I do. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And... But, the, the, but I will then back up by saying, but can you afford to not be doing anything because it's such a competitive world yeah. out there? You've got to do something. And if you're going to do something, would you not rather it was the best that it could be to increase your chances of getting the return at the level that you want it to be? And the other thing I always say to people is, the time that you need to think about doing marketing is not when it crosses your mind that you need marketing. You're already too late. You it's a it's a drip that fills the pail. You can never take your foot off the gas with the marketing because you will just get lost 
Uh, yeah, and the energy and effort on, it takes, they move on. Absolutely, the energy and effort it takes to get you back up to that starting point is significant. So don't ever stop. Don't ever think the minute you think, oh gosh, I need to do some marketing. <laughs> it's a red flag as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I think I think that's what we do. And then I offer such a diverse range of services. I, I like to say that we're holistic as a consultancy, and that we're end to end. So it doesn't matter what aspect of marketing you think that you need we can do all so i can do market research and feasibility mm -hmm. study um we can do very high level strategic writing strategy writing market well, strategies like that align with business plans yeah. yeah definitely right down to what i would consider the operational or the tactical element which is do you need a leaflet do you need a social media campaign do you need a graphic do you need artwork for your branded pens what do you find in this area works or is more effective in terms of traditional ideas like leaflets and sponsoring the local club and modern dare i say modern social uh, media modern what is this term <laughs> social media yeah, sort of yeah. facebook and, and no definitely so again another you're so good at this interviewing on the market because <laughs> again this is what i say to people all of the time Social media, for me, people seem to think it's a panacea for, for everything, all of the, the woes of the business and the communication needs. Absolutely not. A really good marketing communications plan has a very diverse mix of um, actions in there. You need it all. And you need it all down here because um, we're a small base. Mm -hmm. um, so that means you need to, everybody needs to be leveraged and not everybody will be on a social media platform so you don't know who, who you're missing and I know we, t we will we talk a lot about identifying target markets but um, no one communications tool is ever going to be give you the continuity and the reach to get the impact that you need so you have to be diverse. Do, do you think consistency across all platforms is required or do you think it's something you can change you can change the tone on facebook as to absolutely the tone on yeah you need to leaflets. change you, oh gosh absolutely yeah you need you need to adapt your message and even within social the social media ecosystem itself i, I strongly advocate you know you should change your message from one social media platform to the other because there are nuances that you need to take take into consideration um and yeah but this is where it where it becomes challenging because it's time consuming for people yes i learned my lesson when i tried to write um a description for instagram ah. on the pc and they don't let you do it you have to use have photographs to, yeah, from, the, from yeah, the phone so yeah, that was definitely. even for me so that's another thing i say person. to people <laughs> so obviously i'm a lot older than you and when i when I started my professional life, marketing was all about cost in monetary terms. And I see a massive shift now because it might not be so much that it's about the money, but it's about the cost in terms of time. You need to put the time in. So what we do is we try to work with people to make it as um, time efficient as possible so that they can still give get the spread and it's not going to take up all of their time. Right, so... So there we go. I think that's, <laughs> it sounds like you started and you just didn't stop and you're still going. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I have stopped actually. <laughs> that's the best way to do it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I take you back uh, just to the, the start again mm -hmm. um, and you can speak to your past self, you've just walked out of the office with mm -hmm. your coat. Yes. Uh, what, so what would you say to them? We'll, we'll limit to, to one sort of piece of advice. What would you say to that, to, to her? So I am horrendous with my negative voice um 
I had a session with an executive development coach in Barcelona at IAC Business School a few years ago. Right. He was Danish and he was just one of these people that you were like, oh my God, you're so awesome. I can't even be in the room <laughs> with you. Um, so we chatted for a long time and at the end of it, he, he just sort of said to me, can I just tell you, you have one of the worst negative voices of anyone I've ever come across. <laughs> I mean, did he sense your aura? Or? I don't know. I mean, I think he said something along the lines, if we had recorded this conversation, I would have loved to have counted up the number of times you apologised to me for no reason. Because I must just go, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So, yeah, right. so, yeah um, that is a battle that I have all of the time. But... When I'm on my good days, I would love to go back and tell my younger <laughs> self. I would actually want to go back further than the day that I left so with my co. Do it earlier. Do yeah. it earlier. Right. And I really believe this, even though some days I don't seem like I believe this. As individuals, we actually can do anything that we want, that we mm -hmm. put our mind to. Yeah, there'll be obstacles and there'll be barriers, but ultimately we'll find a way around it because that's what human beings do so I wish I could go back and tell myself you're totally awesome and you can do anything that you want <laughs> <laughs> I might listen to this podcast <laughs> on repeat <laughs> yeah if you just do a recording of that and yeah, get that one voice yeah, in your totally head totally awesome <laughs> I think yeah it's um it's about having a positive attitude um and and persistence as well yeah um it can't be taken away from so I want to pick your brain slightly here, having a business in the borders. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think it takes to make a business like yours work in this area? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think you need to be really genuine uh, and you have to operate with real integrity. And for me, I you've got to go above and beyond. You, I, I think that we... Uh, as, as the borders, yeah, 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 you all, always have to go above and beyond. So anything that I think is the bar for the for the majority, I would I would want to be going above that bar. So that's why you will often see me. Um, I might I might plan an event for somebody, mm -hmm. but literally, if I had to be there and I have been there, sweeping floors and cleaning toilets because I want not only do I want to plan that event and run that event, I want that event to be the very best event that it can be. And if that's what it takes to do that, then I'll then I'll do that. Yes, it's not just a business for you; it's a passion as well. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Your personal there's a bit of marketing talk here. Your personal brand comes across <laughs> when you're. When you're doing this, uh, if that's if that's incorrect. You can correct me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I like that. <laughs> Have you been to one of my workshops? <laughs> I should go. I should go. Um, I probably learn a few more things than, than yes, I do. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you could add one thing to this area, then to help grow your business at the moment, yes. what do you think it would be? I think it would probably be going back to what we've already discussed, and it would be so helpful if I didn't feel like I had to almost marketing kind of 101 for people when I when I started and help them identify the marketing function and if there was more of a belief in what marketing achieve can achieve for a business I think it would it would help me open open more doors and ultimately help more businesses because everyone would be bought into it and the energy and the effort would all be going in that that same direction yeah there are I a few people out there that are totally sold on it but you know well, people are, and I think it's something to get your head around, but 
you should go into it, I think, not expecting instant return. We've already touched upon that, instant yes, return. It's yeah. a, it's not a, a quick game, it's a long game, yeah. and it's one you can't just drop. But you can see a difference when you look at it from a a, a long, uh, a wide-angle perspective, yes, I, I guess. yes. Um, Emily, we'll, we'll finish off with uh, asking you what's what's next or what does the future hold for McGowan Marketing? Anything coming up? Um, oh, good question. So I really I want to grow the business. Um, I really want to offer what I would consider a city-level agency experience but with true Borders roots for Borders borders people. Um, I'm really, really keen on employing more Borders people and give them a, a solid career plan progression within marketing, but in the borders. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to have to grow my customer base. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's yeah. what you're there for. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, if I can't do it, I can't tell other people how to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, Emily, it's been a pleasure. We'll leave it there. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Thanks for your time.